coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Hey, check the link. Hey, if my birthday coming up December 22nd. Uh, link in the bio. What I will say about him, he's, he's consistent to who he says he is publicly. And I would do that for you just because I want to see you win, nigga. Like, Ooh, medium. <laughs> All right, I got a question. Y'all think Hoover a uh, political prisoner? Now Let's take everything you just said and add mental illness with six billion on top of it. Because I ain't a part of the community that just say free so and so. Like if somebody need to go to jail, then cool. But you, you you're segregating a whole community of people who won't smile. <laughs> Cricket you know smile. J Cole talking about. I'm talking, I'm talking about empty smile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dang, dang. And, and a lot of times, our needs triggers their insecurities. Chief was bald last brain. year, and he has locks that are braided. Yeah. That are, I finally got my braids, y'all. Oh, shout out to me! I definitely want to let y'all know. Uh... <clears throat> ready, born ready. As I swim up the now river. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, your favorite podcast. Quit playing with me. Your boy Elgin's in the building. Keith in the building. Mark in the building. We in here. Let's go. Selling smoke, yeah. looking at my set of rims, assume I'm selling dope. Hey, very gaudy at 40, it's time to shut my shout nose. out to Rick Ross, the guy. Out of traps like a set of low. I tag you, big homie, if you threw me the most. Truly the goat. Who y'all like better, skinny like or fat, Ross? Food in the palms, hungry to food in my bones, weed in my lungs, lemon pepper, then move it along. I just want to turn you very big. Way. All right, we're going to do it like this. What's up, family? It's your boy, Elgin. You tune into the greatest podcast to ever get the airwaves. I am super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say that every time, and I mean it every single time. Round of applause, round of applause. Thank you, everybody, that tuned in to last week's episode. Wet the truck. Damn. What Tierra look fine ass. And her, yeah. uh, 100 trucks. <laughs> that's what, hey, let's go ahead and shout him out. He said that was the first episode. I believe Buddy's gonna fuck around and get into logistics because of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, we fresh off the plane. Me and Keep just got back from Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to talk about that next, but I got to do this early in the episode because I told him I would, especially after he, he saved us. He saved us. That's why we got home. That's how we was able to record this pod today early. Uh, if y'all don't know, it's got down eight in the morning. I don't know me timestamp these things, but it's got down eight in the morning. <laughs> so, and I'm glad Mark came. I, I thought Mark was like, nah, nah, nah. He hit me at like seven fifteen, seven twenty. He's like, hey, bro. What's up, man? You up? <laughs> that was what we texted last night. Well, was like, you can you do eight? And I was like, ah, Mark might be like, nah. look, man, but you know, fortunately, bro, I be up, dog. Look, I, I said up. that. You said it. You I, said I said that nigga trading. Four or five o'clock in the morning. I wasn't trading this morning, but I just, I get up. That he on that Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. on that Ethereum. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Nick. Shout yeah. out to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find his full name, but I got one of his names. Uh, shout out to Jamie, man. If you're ever in Jacksonville, Florida, 
and you ride in a lift. You probably gonna say, Jacksonville don't have many lifts of Uber. Let me <laughs> be real. Five drivers. So I find myself <laughs> trying to save some money because, like, literally to rent a car for three days, they were talking about four hundred dollars plus another four hundred for the uh deposit. Oh, which enough. deposit you get back, but yeah, still, still, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's, still take it out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, exactly. So I'm like. Uh, we ain't really doing nothing but working, so we just gonna live. And what happened to the days of the deposit and cash that you held, give to the person? <laughs> right, so when right. you drop it back off, they just give you right, your cash yeah, back. Right. That's, that's over with. No <laughs> so, that's just date myself. <laughs> so we, we down there and it's taking like, bro, it take like literally 30 minutes to, to, call, to call a Lyft or Uber. It got so bad. This nigga L just called Lyft and Uber at the, at the same, same time. time. And like whoever closest. Whoever come, you know what I'm saying? Damn. I got my trap phone, you know, so if you fuck with me, you got it. So what, why is that? Jacksonville just ain't, it ain't moving like well, that? Well, according to everybody, everybody busy. That's why. Okay, oh, everybody busy. One, one of the drivers said, uh, man, them niggas at home. Yeah. <laughs> he said, they just at home, man. Yeah, at home. It ain't many drivers, so. Shout out to Keith, man. I just want to give Keith a shout out. So, shout out to Miss Jones. Miss Jones, man. She, shout out to Miss Jones. She probably listening. Yeah. I would call Miss Jones. You think she up? Hell no. She ain't up. Hell no. Cause we, cause we recorded those three days, two days, and she went to a little party last night, so. Okay. She probably, and then you know her daughter probably got her ripping and running, so she's yeah. chilling. Yeah, she's chilling. Well, Miss Jones, uh, View from the big chair. View from the big chair coming Examining soon. the cost to be the boss. Uh, new podcast, Just Elders Media Production. Um, man, hey, I seen, hey, Mark, I seen Keith do a marathon, bro. Oh, yeah. And I keep saying Keith, but guys, like, I mean, I was working. Right, 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 right. But your work was done before y'all got there. Like, well, that and it, before and after, because right, 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 right. you know the branding and stuff come after yep, the stuff yep, is yep. recorded. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't get tapped. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, get tapped yeah. back into yeah, post. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> just sitting there, like, I mean, we talking about twelve episodes, two days. Jeez. So fourteen episodes. Yeah, fourteen episodes. Jesus, two days. How many uh, hours? I mean, how how long is each episode? Hour. Yeah, hour. So you're talking about fourteen hours? Yeah. yeah so yeah. like literally I, I getting just... there at nine o'clock, yeah. leaving at ten p.m. Jeez. Like the first day was literally like ten to ten. Ten bro. to ten. Oh my god! Straight working. Shout out Miss Jones though, like yeah, because she a boss too. Like she, she did all those. Well, yeah, I mean, guys, she, like, how was her endurance? She, she like, lined it. She she lit it up. Yeah. She uh she scheduled all of them. Yeah. Shout out to have food for us. Like uh, she got shout that. Out, she, shout out to that baked ziti. Yeah, okay, like okay. she don't she don't cook. She don't. Right, I mean, Jones. It, it was kicking it. Like this, how I know I'm a fucking big kid. Like I got called my dad and apologized because when I was growing up, my dad used to be like. I used to, I would want to go to work. Be like, nigga, you play too much. Mm. He'll never take me to work. And I remember when my dad did construction, I used to hate construction because the number one thing I hated about it, I hated going to the same job. Like my dad used to build houses from the bottom, uh, mm. churches from the ground. Mm-hmm. It just got boring. Like I want to go to the job like two, three times. That's when I, I knew from a child, I couldn't go to a place where I had to be in the same place every time because I would get bored. I have to have a job where it allows me to be in the field, mm-hmm. which reflects all the work that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm always in the field. So um we at the house the second day, man, I just get restless. I start 
hanging out with the daughter. Never. Hey, you heard me got her in trouble. Her mama was like, I hear her. Oh, so that was you. Right, so we recording. Wait, wait, wait. So, right, so, so side note, Miss Jones, Miss Jones got a fourteen year old daughter, right? Okay, all right. Uh, shout out to so y'all was just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, and I thought yeah. you was like, no, no, fourteen year old. Shout out to Trinity. Shout out Trinity. Shout out to Trinity. Shout out to Trinity. The Trinity. basketball star, basketball okay, dope, dope, actress. Dope. Right, like, I know, right? She's in all this shit. That's dope. Um, so the first day was cool. The second day, like, it was just sick. man, I'm restless now, like. Like they got this patio that's like oh. super zen. Yeah, patio like, was too zen. Like I'm literally out there trying you to figure out why. You can find your center out there, what, bro. For real. Like I'm trying to figure out why the fuck am I sleeping as hell. Like every I time I go out, out there, bro, Damn. I kept falling asleep. That's beautiful. Like every like I, I walked out of one time and keep was on his face. <laughs> nigga, I was, when I said I was knocked out, nigga, I'm bro. Like, the point I, I took a video of it. Like when I say it was so, so not of not of not of him sleep, oh, but okay, like okay, okay, okay. of the porch, <laughs> of the porch, man. Like literally, I was trying to figure out like why couldn't I get work done out there? Like, and I'm like, I know I'm not this tight. Yeah, it was that peaceful, it's bro. That peaceful. And then it's cold here. Right. We were 81 degrees there. Right, right. right. You did know, what did she have water running? Like nah, flowers, but she like had water. She plants. had some water in front with she alligators. Water, yeah, in. She had, yeah, she had water in the front with alligators in her. Well, and her daughter had a bunch of. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, because it's Florida, Florida. But still, it's hell, no, but no, it's like a lake, lake. So like all the so she was talking about. She was walking her little dog, and her neighbor was like, "Hey, you might want to cross the street." Right, right, right. She looked, and there was like gator right on the bank. Just chilling. Um, but her, and her daughter had a bunch of incense. Burning, so like I mean, it was a vibe. You yeah, know what I'm saying? that's dope. Yeah, it, so it like, good, but I just you know, he was a soldier, but he was. He, <laughs> but, no, no, shout out to Miss Jones for real because like when the content is good, yeah, and yeah. you know when you're doing something that you love to do, it doesn't seem daunting. Like that's I've dope. I've worked jobs for twelve hours right. and wanted to fucking leave. Right, this right. I didn't feel that way, and I actually learned some shit. Like I'm excited because I'm like. Oh, this podcast is going to like change some shit. Like, yeah, like her podcast is first of all, I love niche podcast. Like when you just got a real is it niche or niche? Niche. Both. I, tomato, I mean, tomato. Yeah. 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 Like I just felt like niche I started hearing that older in life. Yeah. But it's always been niche when I was growing up. I feel like I learned niche when I was in school yeah. about like the niche. ecosystems yeah, and niche yeah, yeah. when we got older. That's, tr- yeah. hey, that's true. That's it's probably yeah. something to that. That's I don't true. know. Yeah. Niche sound fancier. That's what I be saying. That's a fact. Um, that's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's a niche podcast and yeah. it's like very focused on a very career and getting you in, into that career. So if you like playing sports, want to get into sports, sports like, management, like sports. like sports, like she's giving you the blueprint. To get a career, mm-hmm. like, and she's literally giving you the view from the big chair. She's interviewing all of the big wigs in this industry, and mm-hmm. they telling you how they got there, mm-hmm. and just hearing people's journeys and how they went from state to state, school to school, degree it's, to degree. Yeah, it's a grind, and I like it because it also in, unveils what happens, right? Like, so many people think oh, I'm gonna graduate, get a job. Everybody was like, Mm-mm, it don't happen like that, but. It will happen if you do this. If you so stay consistent. So I, I, I like that. I like that. There's more to come on next. Because if y'all hear it, y'all gonna be like, man, this, like, I learned some shit and I'm, I'm texting my frat brothers. I'm texting right. my brother, like, hey, I might want to look into this, look into that. You know, shout out to Walt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Frat, frat from, uh, Fort Valley down there. You know what I'm saying? He was on, we interviewed him. 
Um, we had another single interview too. I forget his name, Tim. Brother yeah. Tim, brother Tim Orr. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Tim. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we yeah, have I mean, a couple I'm, sigmas on there. Shout yeah, out. I'm excited to to listen to it too. I mean, yeah. just we kind of spoke a little bit off mic, but just the world is changing, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. our kids are going to experience something oh, yeah. completely different yeah. than what we did. Yeah. That and name, image, and likeness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all listen to this podcast. And you got kids out there. She's breaking down some game on how that nil That's deals hard, go. Man. That's yeah. hard. So Nick like King Richards, LeVar Ball, we about to see a whole new breed of fathers oh, yeah. and, and, and mothers and stuff like well, that. One of the coaches said it. He said, you know, the game is changing because of social media. You don't have to rush to those D1s. Right. right. You can go to a D2. Right. And ball the fuck out. Hell, you can go to a D3. No, you won't get a scholarship at a D3, but you can still get the looks, the ESPN looks, play against some top teams. Like, it's, it's, the game has changed. The so, yeah, brand right. is bigger than the person. Yep. A lot of times. Yep. Most times. Your talent can be decent. Mm-hmm. But if your brand is huge, mm-hmm. you're making six figures in high school. And yeah. it changes your life and your family's life forever. But that's that's that's, that's why I'm super excited. So dope. About John Albert Lee Tackett. My nephew. Shout out. Shout out. I love that picture. Man. Yeah, my, that was, that was my nephew, John and Winnie had that baby, and he is definitely going to the league. Hey, <laughs> that's a fact. Like, yeah. I mean, I no, just, that's a fact. Like, cause I've been, I've been waiting on their name because I was like, I need to know the name so I can buy the domain. Can you say so, it one more time? John yeah. Albert Lee Taggart. Wow. So named after his father, John. Boom. Albert, my grandfather, wow. Lee, John, grandfather, wow. Taggart, his last name. Man, that's love beautiful, it. man. That's beautiful. Shout it. out to yeah. them, dog. Yeah, man. Shout so out. It was a birth home. It was at my granddaddy's house. So that was even. That's, yeah. See, that's what I love I mean, about that's it. incredible. I, I, I'm telling you, boy, I, I can't wait to see this little kid grow up because if he <laughs> does anything. Like your granddaddy, we already know. He well, and I mean the intentionality of that, yeah. right? Being at home, being in his home, mm-hmm. right after his transition. In his bed too, right? That was the yeah. bed. Oh, yeah, come on, man. Hey, look, that's dope. Bro. That's him. I'm getting, <laughs> hey, I'm getting, I'm getting chills yeah. thinking about and that. And then look, that's, that's like, dope. like, bro, that's he dope. born with huge hands, bro. Like this Ready. baby hands is Ready. like my grandfather. Like them Floyd's got hands. Mm-hmm. Like if I've you, seen your granddaddy you hands, see my bro. uncle Paul to this day. He's just gonna palm the basketball. <laughs> like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's just, Floyd's got them big hands, you know. I got Washington in me. Uh, <laughs> but, um, every time I, and every time I see features like that, I just always think like, man, these damn white supremacists is diabolical. Cause like, if you had little hands, they probably killed you. And oh, you had yeah, big yeah, hands, yeah. they kept breeding you. They bred, and they bred. now years yeah. later, it's like, look at all these niggas yeah. in the NFL. So, <laughs> but, hey, but that just, this is, Kind of a squirrel moment, but this brings me back to either you said this or another like activist or somebody. It was like, if you think about our lineage, we are the strongest of the strongest. Yeah. We the ones that made it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we the ones that, that, that survived. Mm-hmm. Well, either we the ones that survived or we the ones that sold out. All right, I'm gonna lean towards the first one. I'm gonna lean to the first one. My nigga survived. My family survived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know my family survived. I, we, we did our chase on our roots, so we know what was it. Yeah, it But you know, son. But but shout out man, shout out. look it's so funny. Even my girls asking like, but when he had that baby yet? Because yeah, your sister man. was doing so right. she was in the woods chopping. She was doing something in the woods, chopping like, wood, <laughs> doing squats. Like your sister was doing doing everything. She was trying to get that baby out. Yeah, right? yeah. So, man, and I'm out. sure she was tired of everybody asking her because when I seen, her, I'm like, dang, you still friends? Yeah. And I thought about it later on. I'm like, dang, when I was 
going through that, I felt like that was the worst thing to ask the woman. Because she's like, nigga, I don't want to be pregnant, bro. Like, I'm trying to get the, get the baby up out of here, too. So, but shout out, though. It's good. And I, what's so fun? I told John, um, going back to um, our conversation about King Richard, I told John, I was like, look. Oh, well, I didn't tell John. I told the whole family. I said, when I call him Johnny, because it's a mixture of John and Winnie. When Johnny turned five, like, John going full-time being his coach. Mm-hmm. Like, and we just going to make sure they straight. John ain't got work. He just coach him. Because before you had to do that, you had to wait till he got to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Johnny going to have a deal in high school fucking around with me. Mm-hmm. He got name. His media going to be on point. He going to have professional photo shoots from Little League. <laughs> his highlight take going to be. And make sure. You go ahead and get him an Oculus, so just in case they got to play in the metaverse, he's ready for that, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Digging the Hey, that's a fact, bro. But look, bro, have you seen they got the little track pads, like how they do on Ready Player bro, One? I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Niggas I'm is like, buying the track pads for Ready Player I'm, One, bro. I will even go further to, into this, bro. Like, there's a community. Y'all know about the Twitch community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the community of gamers, bro, is so heavy. It's games that niggas don't even fucking know about. Like, mm-hmm. PC-only games yeah. that are like... Real life simulators. It's niggas that are cops online all day. Mm-hmm. That's what they do online all day. Is I'm a cop. I'm an, ambul- I'm an ambulance driver, bro. They go, they gonna eat this meta shit up, bro. Not mm-hmm. even just that. They're starting to put the uh, non fungible <coughs> tokens, the NFTs, oh, yeah. in the games, and so now you can be a cop all day, make money in the game, and hell, you made money it. now, and that's it. Yeah. Done deal. So, um, I'm excited. I I put a uh, the Oculus on my birthday okay. wish list. Thank you. I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna get it. That, that Oculus shit look fire. Hey, check the link. Hey, if, if my birthday coming up December 22nd. Uh, link in the bio. Uh, if you wanna, ooh, medium. Dang, dang, dang. You got hell looking like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's perfect segue. But yeah, we're gonna put the link in the bio, uh, in the description if you want to get me something for my birthday. For sure. You know, fuck with the campaign. Uh, but yeah, I'm wearing this shirt. It is being washed a few times. I bet on Andre and the Braves. We haven't talked about it officially. Um, Andre Dickens is mayor. Congratulations, brother. Um, I am proud. I am excited. I'm honored. I'm humbled. And I'm anxious to get it started. Me and uh, Keisha coming through the airport, and I was like, it's going to be real when I see Keisha face come down and I see Andre we'll face. Andre face right? Not only his face, but his voice. Can you hear Keisha's voice in the airport? Welcome to Atlanta. So, like, just to be able to hear him get to record all of that stuff and do that, I'm definitely excited uh, for him on that. So, yo, uh, inauguration is on the 3rd. That's going to be cool. Um, Jess Elders Media, we have gotten to do a lot of his video content, photography content that you're seeing on his social media. That is us. Um, that blessing, is, blessing. yeah, it's a blessing, man. So, I mean, we just got a lot going on yeah. and, we, and we good. And we haven't potted in a minute because of that. Yeah, we so, took a week off. So if today. Sorry to cut you. I want to comment on the Andre thing one time real quick. Yeah. First off, congratulations. Thank you. Um, second off. 
I got to say thank you for the opportunity to be able to work with the mayor. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, the the media company, Just Elders Media, has been covering a lot of his stuff. Hold on, Mark. You saw some of that? Elders gave you credit to shoot that? He, he gave you credit to shoot that? <laughs> Man, I can't believe you out here telling people you shot Hey, you know mayor. what? Here's the thing about, well, we could talk about that. Here's the, But here's what I want to say, though. First thing, power, I don't feel like I realized what power was until recently. Mm. I've always known power to be like tied to money, tied to fame, or tied to something like that, right? Yeah. But when I tell you the mayor's detail has power, mm. they do what they want to do. They go where they want to go. Yeah. I mean, and I ain't going to even say where we was at, but, you know, we pulled up. Officers like, yo, there's no filming in here. Can't park this way. Can't do this. Can't do that. And then it was just the coolest thing ever. He was like, um, are you a part of the mayor's detail? He was just like, yeah. Niggas walk straight through. Got access. <laughs> I was just like, that's so, hey, I was just like, that's dope. That's, hey, a, man, that's a dope and, experience. And, it, and it, it's been cool just rolling around like with them and just getting it. You know and what I'm saying? Yeah. And then everybody just wanting to be around. Like, so I just, I would love to be Andre for a day and just see how he feels. That's because Andre, one thing about him before he was running for mayor. The most accessible, right. mm-hmm. regular city councilman person on and, there. And what I mean by that, like Kwanzaa Hall was a very popular city councilman, but Kwanzaa was still a celebrity. He would mm-hmm. fuck with you. He would come to your party, come to your event, but he was a celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andre wasn't a celebrity. He was just popular. He was right. just like somebody you just knew. He was a city council. He would just be there and chilling. Mm-hmm. So he was almost somebody that like taken for granted. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't bet on him. Mm-hmm. If we just gonna have their real conversation, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. a lot, lot of people. a lot of people didn't bet. Uh, runoff, it got real crowded, mm-hmm. real crowded uh, during the runoff. Cool, whatever we had to do to get the win. Um, but I would just love to just feel what Andre feel because. You know, we know we know based on what we see, right? But like he felt it. Nah, he, he definitely <laughs> probably feeling that. Shit. So like, like, I was in love to feel the feeling of. I know this nigga was with Cassine, nigga. I know you was with Cassine. Now you, uh, hey man, brother, I always right, do. Right, 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 right. I always do, <laughs> man. Shit, you gotta wipe your lip when you get mad, type shit. Shit, but man. one thing I do, one thing I will say about him, he's he's consistent to who he says he is publicly. And well, let me say that because y'all know me. I talk shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I be behind them. I get to talk shit a lot behind the scenes. And I might say something about somebody and Andre respond. And again, this is private. Nobody around. No cameras around. I got y'all. I draw circles. I don't draw lines. Like he don't participate mm-hmm. in that riffraff. That rough, like that's what I love about him. Mm-hmm. You know respect, what I'm saying? Respect. That's like Poised. really cool. And like we, the inside joke is. Andre draw circles. His staff draw lines. <laughs> like, like, there you go. That, there you go. But but nah, he's he's just a genuine dude, man. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what um he can do with the city. He's already working. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean the dude the Iskra already popping. I mean, the dude literally had me up at six o'clock in the morning going to uh talk to trash to the garbage workers, you know what I'm saying, the sanitation workers. <laughs> Like he went to go greet them and just the sanitation engineers. Exactly. Uh, I can't remember that word. We had figured out it was like a real fancy name for, uh, uh, 
the garbage man. It was like a real fancy yeah. thing. I, I got. I'm gonna look it up again. Some respect on that thing, though. Now, uh, but nah, he was like he he just went show love and then went around to the precincts show love. Like so, what he's been doing now is going to talk to the 8,500 employees that work for him mm-hmm. after July after uh, January 3rd. So shout out to Andre. I appreciate him. Um, I'm looking forward to more of that. Yes, sir. More of that. Um, <clears throat> other stuff. It was something else I was about to say. Um, Why are you thinking of it? Why you say you would want to be Andre for a day? Me and Keith would not want to be that shit. Like I, I, I can speak for myself, but I, I would. I figured I, Keith would be the same no, way. No, I would. I would only just 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 to see how fake everybody is. You know, like like nigga. I but know, you, but in a sense, you got to be fake a little bit too, uh-uh. though. Like. No, no, see, but I don't. If like what I just said, if I've already been this person, I don't have to be fake. Y'all are fake. I, I'm right, I'm staying right, true to right, yeah, like y'all voted for me. Yeah, yeah y'all, yeah, exactly. So I was like, this. y'all calling me J Cole. Y'all used to call me Jermaine. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all the ones that changed. I never changed. Exactly. I get it. I get exactly. it. I get it. So exactly. I I could do it though. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd be wanting to go home, dog. Like, well, I put like this retreat. I put like this. <laughs> retreat, I said, retreat. I'm, 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 I'm good because if Elsa do it, we on the detail. So we know how. So we know how I feel. I just don't want to be. I see. That. I see. I you know, famous, court side of the, Well, he was at a hard game with you for real. Yeah, yeah, he was court side. Okay, we was. We was you, like, you were right there, court. Yeah, 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 you probably was right behind us. Didn't even know. I ain't. Yeah, I ain't yeah. even know. Well, right, uh, yeah, yeah, right behind him, you know, cause he, uh, cause he had put on Instagram, I guess he walked up in the game, he had on a touch, came from a different event, he had on a touch and everything. Dang. Yeah. They just put him to the front. I mean, he the, he the mayor. I mean, that's power. Of the city. I wish I would have saw him though, cause I would definitely would have said, I would have spoke, you know, and that would have been a good look for the people I was with, but mm. you know, that's neither here nor there. Hey, 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 Dre! <laughs> hey, hey, Dre! Hey, Dre! <laughs> Oh my God, I ain't got a camera in my hand, but what up, bro? Um, but nah, that's, that's, that's what I want to talk about. Um, I had a different segue, but I'm going to get right to it, bro. Jesse Smoulet. Oh, Lord. Oh, Ju- Juicy Smoulet. Juicy Smoulet. What happened with this man? He got, uh, com- he got, yeah, he got, com- he got com- five out of six uh, charges. Facing three. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he actually charged? Experts with? say. Uh, uh, falsifying a hate crime. Yeah. Like falsifying a hate crime. Okay. Now experts say he's not gonna get sentenced. No, he gonna get probation or something. Yeah. Or pay a fine. He gonna... Yeah, but I mean, well, how do you feel about it? I just don't like folk. I just see folk on there like, yeah, that nigga need to go to jail. He need to go to jail for doing. I'm like, okay. I don't think he need to go to jail. But I don't. I think everything that needed to happen to him has already happened. You lost your career. Like your show gone. Uh, you got dang. See, I don't like it on the side of the charge they hit him with. Cause see, I thought they was gonna hit him with like, basically, this case sounds like a, I, I'm getting back at you case. Like the Chicago PD wants to get, cause it, it goes deeper. Like, Y'all know the Chicago PD, they lost their case when they shot that boy 16 shot 16 times. Mm-hmm. So they went for appeal for that. They lost that, right? So like now it's like, oh, you got a, you got a vendetta. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. Juicy was just a good vendetta to Juicy. take out. And they're trying to get, they're trying to get, re- um, they want the money back for all the overtime that they had to spend on the cops 
to even investigate. So it just seems like a big, like, yeah, no. we're going to get you back type See, that, of situation. So I don't like the people say, oh, well, I'm happy he's going to jail. But it's not as serious as, like, a, a, somebody getting killed. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But, yeah. but he did do a crime, though. Right? So uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say uh, jail. That's not a crime. I mean, I I don't like saying. Oh, put it like this. Lying to the police. But, no, no. Yeah. Put it like this. We're we're in we're we're in the American. But he justice. did more than lie to the police. No, no, no. He, he set the whole. He set a. He he wrote a play. No, 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 no. Okay, so so, so so let's get to that. So let's get to that. Okay, this is what I want to get to, and this is why I don't think people are really listening to the details of the case. <laughs> Matter of fact, Joe said it on his show. I, I listened to that. So you go ahead, break it down. It's, break it it's down. like that, man. Just, Juicy was fucking with these two Nigerian right, niggas. Like right, right. he said, they went to a little uh, bar. They was getting drunk. They bath jacking, house, bath house, jacking yeah. niggas off and all this, getting fucked up. Like yeah. So then what happens? Nigga don't respond to your call. Like what? What Joe said? Have you ever had a female do something crazy to get your attention? Cause he didn't hurt nobody. He didn't hurt nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was just isn't a, a crime if nobody got hurt. I mean, it is still a crime if nobody gets hurt. But I don't like cr- crime is such a subjective word yeah, in America right, yeah, because yeah. like it's a crime for us to be eating um bullshit in our food. It's right? a crime for us to download music without. Well, what I'm saying, it's, 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 it was a crime for oxycodone to be on the streets, yeah. and those people didn't go to jail. They just paid a fine. And, like it's crimes for all types of shit. So I don't like. Using the word crime is very subjective. I don't think I care that much. I just think black folks just need to stop helping folk go to jail for stupid shit. Agree. I agree with agree. that. Agree. That's what yeah, I, that's, that's, that's I agree with. That. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, agree with that. Just, I'll leave that, leave yeah, that where it's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm so, just like, bro, it's too much other shit. That's a fact. That yeah. we ain't getting to be. You right about that. Because right I ain't a part of the community that just say free so-and-so like if somebody need to go to jail then cool but for this non-crime non-violent non-hurting shit all right man, i got a question like brother out y'all think hoover a uh, political prisoner yeah yeah, yeah. Hoover? yeah. absolutely definitely political prison. and i'm learning more about his case as we go and i mean him for him being the what super makes max, him a political prison well think about because the, he's an activist not that hold on time out time out a political prisoner is somebody who, in my opinion, you make an example of. So that way you can put fear into the new generations. Mm, I like that. They didn't they didn't give him a regular jail sentence for selling crack. Because a regular jail sentence for selling crack, he may have gotten off already or been on some type of work, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's in a super max facility 23 hours out of the day. Like, doesn't get any human contact at all. And it's been there for 24 years. Mm-hmm. They know that if Larry Hoover gets back into Chicago... Peace and restoration is going to be restored inside Chicago. Well, clearly, not just Chicago. Clearly, it'd be like a United States thing. I think you know? so, but I believe it starts in Chicago. Oh yeah, because he sure. had oh, yeah. he had oh, yeah. he had balance. I won't say it was all peace and there was no war, but he had balance in Chicago. So I think that Larry Hoover is still locked up because it's a lot of niggas making a lot of money in Chicago off the violence, off the bullshit, and they make an example out of him to say if y'all even get anywhere involved in this type of shit again we going to give y'all something just like him. I believe that. That's like my that. opinion. That's why I think he's a political prisoner. And because he has I too much influence. I don't think he's a political prisoner. So tell why me not? Why. What's a, well, what's a political prisoner to you? To me, a political prisoner is someone that went in. All right. Fred Hampton was a political prisoner. All right. He's someone that was out here organizing the people in a way that was speaking truth to power. And disrupting what they wanted to be happening. 
And you describing Larry. Yeah, I say you, you describing, describing Larry, Larry, bro. Bruh. Okay. He I'm, will, a, he's I'm not. A, he's I'm not a, just a. You know what? You know. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? Because Larry you know, comes you know, after Fred. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? Do the research. I'm gonna do my research. Yeah. And I'm gonna just chill because I just got y'all to admit I was right on the other subject that I've been fighting on y'all on. Which one? So I come back. What's right? Which one? On the effect on how hip hop and music affects our culture. And our people, like I had that argument with y'all. I still ain't all the way I there mean, yet, but the, it don't matter. Yeah, it does. Hip hop does affect the culture, but but just to keep because if, if not, that's on, why Larry Hoover is being spoken about but right just now. Just to keep us on the same path for a second, gangs, bro. The original gangs were not set up. Yeah. Gangs, they, they weren't originally set up to be a violent war causing wreaking havoc on the thing. It was literally blood stood for black. Um, something my brother's overcoming oppression or something like <clears throat> something like that. Yeah, like, what you saying? The idea of GD, what Larry Hoover was over, that was growth and development. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always gangster disciples. Like that was because they took away the top niggas and left the soldiers. And also, like you said, after Fred Hampton, you have the Larry Hoovers because we're not going to just let y'all come up in this community and kill us like y'all been doing all the other. Previous political. It's prisons, a direct right? correlation. They took down Fred Hampton. The wow. police department in Chicago. You know what? I feel like you're talking like Larry Hoover. Like, he, like he's big Meech. Like big Meech ain't no political prisoner. He's just a prisoner. Right. You know what I'm saying? He has influence. What give you that? Larry Hoover is a derivative. Or he comes from the um, the lineage of Fred Hampton. He watched Fred Hampton and was like, "Dog, I want to be something like that." I do. I come back next week because I don't. I don't argue ignorantly. I argue effectively. I want to have that conversation. I mean, he don't, you don't do your research and come back and admit to us that you were right. I mean, that's how gangs originate. But look, how, see, I got some Black Panther was considered a gang. I mean, a gang, a clique, it all formulates the same mafia, a family. All of it. It's It's all about protection. It's protection. It's about protecting us, though. Yeah. The people that are, people that's forming that. I come back. I come back. But what I was going to say is that, I got some OGs, man. If we all got some OGs that could pull up, that would be dope. Somebody who's been in the gang, in, uh, the, the gang lifestyle, whatever, that may be removed from it or whatever, or we can make them calls. Like, but the people don't understand gang no, culture. I I understand the origins of what gangs was. I get all of that. Oh, okay. Nah, we're not. I'm not disagreeing with y'all on that. Yeah. You just want to say Larry Hoover's not a political prisoner, and there should be no concept for him. I'm like, just saying like he should stay in jail. Stay in jail. I just, you know what? That's why I say I'm gonna come back because I feel like a lot of things are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I want to say? Damn, exaggerated. Not exaggerated, but um, glamorized. Okay. A lot more things are glamorized. Like there are a lot of political prisoners. Like there are you right about that? there are Panthers mm-hmm. that are still locked up mm-hmm. right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying there I ain't and shout out to Malcolm X grassroots movement. And yeah. that's why I say I'm gonna bring them out. Because they're one of their initiatives is like really fighting for political prisoners, writing and supporting and sending care packages to political prisoners. Not just I don't have, I don't know enough on Larry Hoover to debunk it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I do know in my study of what I've been told of political prisoners, 
Larry Hoover never came up on that list. And so I think I think that there might be semantics in that too. He might not necessarily be a political prisoner, but I think keeping him locked up and especially the way that he's locked up is a political move. Like I think that there are powers that be are saying, "Yo, we have to make an example." Once again, he he's not a angel. This nigga so cracked to a lot of communities. This nigga is actually also facing a murder charge. And we got to be clear about those things. So this all, is this all I'm saying. So but keep going. We got to be clear about those things. We have some political prisoners facing murder charges. And I mean, I'm not saying he should have... out of prison. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been locked up ever. We talking about 25 years in Supermax. I don't think that the punishment equates to the crime. And I, I think that th- those are political moves because Chicago, once again, a city that I'm from and a very fond of, it was balanced, bro. There was so much more peace and balance when... Larry Hoover was running shit when the GDs was on top of everything. Now this shit is just chaos. And, and then, nobody running and it. then I can't even speak to that either because um, I said I can't speak to that, mm. but I do hear conflicts in that. I hear on sometimes when folk be like, "Man, that shit was crazy in the eighties and the nineties. Like shit was goddamn wild. Niggas was just ka 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 ka." And then I hear niggas say, well, this shit was more peaceful back then. Yeah, and right. like, and it's crazier now. So I hear a lot of conflicts on what was, we need to talk wh- to some what was, what was peaceful and what was not. And then was it peaceful or was your niggas just on top and your niggas were the one doing the punishing? When I say, peace, you know what I'm saying? When I say, when I, say I, I will use the word balance more than peaceful. It was balanced. It wasn't necessarily there was no killing. It was still drugs moving. It was still beefs. It was still all of this shit. But we always had a code. There was no women, no kids getting killed. Now it's chaotic. Like it was like well, you got you got data on that. No kids, struggling. no women were getting kills. Like you got statistics on that. No, 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 not no, no. no. See, not, not statistics, see, what, 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 what's, like, what's happening? What's happening is what Eldridge is talking about is we don't know because Eldridge is trying to put us in the corner. Oh, why Larry? Hoover, oh, why Larry Hoover is not a political prisoner? My thing is based on your based on your definition. A political prisoner, Larry Hoover fits that one. Two, based on what Mark is saying, and you know this to be true, when the real OGs was in the street, there is a code of conduct. Hell, it's like that with older people and younger people now. When an older person walks in the room, us in our generation, we don't cuss. We know how to keep it calm. But the younger people, hold on, but the younger people, they don't understand that code. They don't respect that code, right? So they cuss and all that. It's the same thing. No, they weren't. Yeah, it's probably some women and children got killed, but it wasn't like we're going to kill right. your mom and your kids and some shit go down. And the last thing is, and the last thing is the reason why you have to lock him up and the reason why I consider him to be a political prisoner is because with the growth and development, he was starting to grow and develop. So once you start getting out the bullshit, but you have a crew of niggas, now y'all can say, you know what, we're going to stop selling the crack. Right. Let's start getting on some real shit. And once that happens, the police got to shut you down because you saw what happened with Fred Hampton. Like, I you be- cannot have that much power. Bro, I bet you didn't know this, bro. And so they love us when we sell. It's a lot I don't know I, about I, I bet you didn't so know this, right? Growth and Development, GD. They had not just, it wasn't just an organization, bro. They had news pamphlets to go out every single month. They will update everybody that was in this community, in this gang or whatever. They will give them new instructions on how to move forward. There was some code behind it. Like, there was a news pamphlet that went out to every member that was active every single month. They were they were doing some real activist shit, some Black Panther shit. It just looked different. And they weren't, they weren't scared to use violence. It wasn't Martin Luther King approach. It was like, nah, nigga, if we need to do this for territory, then that's what we need to do. 
the art of war, all of those things, those were things that they, they were they, using, they, bro. They like, they would have been our mafia. They were absolutely. They would have been our mafia. They were absolutely. And the way the mafia and the Italians came up in America, just off of the code of, you know, we're going to use violence to check people, but there's also a code of uh, conduct and a code of silence. That's how it go. Yeah, but yeah. I'll let I'll let Elder do his research, and then we'll come back and we'll debate it on here. Because what you brought it up? Because Drake and Kanye did that concert. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I was I was talking about Drake. Uh, that came up. Mm-hmm. So I seen that. Uh, Kanye, man, let her go. She belongs to the streets. Uh, Who, Kanye? His wife. Oh, for real? You know, he was on a concert begging. He was begging. I don't know if y'all seen that I part. Ain't, I ain't see that part. Yeah. Because the concert was so like luster. Yeah. Like, remember, because I had pulled it up. It yeah. Was, it was like Kanye but he was on, and Drake. He was, on, he was on there begging her to come back. Okay. And then she went and filed and asked the judge to allow her to be single. She done. She don't want to. She want to be done. Out of shit. And like that's fucking with him, cause like, you know, yeah, that's just his wife. Tough. Nigga, it's, I get it. Nigga want his wife. It's tough, and he publicly expressing that, and she's publicly saying like, I'm dating this new nigga, and she ain't dating that nigga. Or even if she just fucking that nigga, they been she, they been calling pictures and all of that. Yeah, I don't even think she's fucking. I, I think I think she liked the attention because she made a whole career off attention, yes. and shit, he looked like the man. Well, he he's known for the rebounding, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they kissed on SNL, so it just made a perfect segue. Like, oh, is he is she? But I don't think that. Nah, it's, I, it's, I, because like but, they do that paparazzi shit. Like, hey, you know, we're leaving right, Red right, Lobster. Right, right, Come on, but you can't put nothing past him. <laughs> so, and I mean, as a man though, with just real life feelings and shit like that, I feel for Kanye, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I mean, I feel for Kanye because I feel like Kim. Feel them, feel that void for his mom, like when his mom passed and all that was going on. It was a lot of, and you know, he's going through. his I feel sorry for him because I feel like he around him right now. He don't got a lot of people that's close, right? Mm -hmm. And he is so far in the level of success where you can't get close to new people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, come fuck with us, Kanye. You got that. You can sit right over here and be on the pod. Yeah, like, like a regular nigga. He like, could fuck. He could come in here today, but there's always gonna be a level. Of these niggas really fucking with me, and like for me, or they fucking with me. For, like as genuine as a person I am, yeah, I know that Kanye could help me change everything I'm doing. Now, does that change my behavior? Do I? You know, you know what I'm saying. He can no longer. He's at the level of success now where. You really can't have new friends. So that's when you get in a lonely space. When you outgrow people that was already, that started with you. I thought like, like this like the premise for like one of them Disney movies. You have like the rich prince and the broke popper. And was, <laughs> like, Kanye, I just want to be regular I'm for dead. one day. Well, Cause like when you say it like that, I just, I ain't think of it like that. You're yeah, right. Like nah, how nah, could he, you get he's in a new isolated. friends? He's, I'm sure he's very So isolated. you outgrew, you outgrew people you were with. Yeah. People that are on your level, i.e. Jay-Z, y'all ain't fucking with each other. Right, right. Y'all ain't deep. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's because Jay-Z said he fucking with his wife. Yeah, yeah he, but like, like Jay-Z almost lost his wife, so he doubled down. You know how niggas I mean, you know, I think Jay-Z also, be lying also, there are people that, <laughs> let that breathe, let that breathe. 
I believe that there's people that like th- we can even speak in this room, right? There's people that have lifelong friends that know how to maintain a friendship, mm-hmm. and then there's people that just kind of jump around. You know what I'm saying? I consider Kanye as somebody who probably just jumps around. He will have a friend like a big shine that y'all really close for the five years. Now y'all don't speak anymore. A friend like Jay-Z, close, da-da-da-da-da. The list goes on and on and on. I don't think Kanye really has a core. And if he does, it's not publicized. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jay-Z got Tata in him yeah. that he been with since the yeah. beginning. I but, don't know if, if Kanye got his, like, core. Yeah, I don't niggas, think Kanye you know? got no core. Like it always that. changes. Yeah. It always changes. So, But I think you also got to be cognizant of that, too. You know, like, I don't, I don't know how in tune Kanye was to say, let me keep these people around. Yeah. Or, I, you know what, I take that back because the, the closest person he probably has isn't in America. Like, y'all seen Bay? Like, him and Most Def have a real tight relationship. You see their videos. and But he's not in America. Like, he's not, right, right, you know. Right. Um, I, I, that, to me, that'd probably be the closest because everybody who, else around him is kind of, like, spoiled it. So, who's your core? Like, who do you like? Because, like, here's the crazy thing about friendship. <clears throat> Like, we got people that we say, like, oh, I fuck with this nigga. Mm-hmm. But how often do I see Drico? You know what I'm saying? How often do I really call Drico? Like, like Alex. You know what I'm saying? I was at his wedding, but before that, man, this nigga ain't talked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's crazy how the people you really fuck with, you really love. Like, you, if y'all lives are not aligned, y'all geographically are not in the same right, right. vicinity. Yeah. I, I, I think you just answered it. That's it right there. I mean, so I got one exception to that. Um, I got a partner named Glenn. It's been like a best friend of mine for like... Glenn, I've been knowing Mark for I don't know how long. I never heard your name. I just want to say that. Uh, well, listen, dog. <laughs> this is a nigga that I done been through everything with, bro. When I tell you any and everything you can think of, bro, like I done been locked up with this nigga, then jumped with this nigga, then jumped niggas with this nigga, been made so much money with Allegedly. him. I don't give a damn. It's all here now. Like, and he one of the guys that I can call up. And he, he, we can call up at any time. We can talk about anything. We didn't went through, you know, relationship shit together, et cetera, et cetera. He lives in Ohio. I live now here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the people in my court. Now I got people like you where I grew up with them. We speak when we speak. Like I was in your wedding. I was in my partner wedding recently, but mm-hmm. I ain't really talked to him since then or before that. It might be a couple months, but. I got, I got, I got a couple in the court. That's just like, yeah. I mean, get, my my view on friends. Everybody <laughs> know me. Like, I just believe in a tight core. Anyway, it's like a tight three. So, like, most of my homies, like the ones I consider best friend homies, like shout out Marquise and Carvon. But like, Marquise is in the Navy. I ain't seen him since. I'm about to say Marquise Carvon. <laughs> never heard y'all name. <laughs> you, you, you heard me. You heard me shout him out before, and I pull it up. But uh, and Carvon, and Carvon yeah, shouted out G before too. Yeah, I'm you sure. had yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but, Car- but Carvon is one of those people, like you said, right? When when you don't align, right? So when I went, so all three of us was cool. Marquise stayed. Carvon stayed. I went to Fort Valley. Marquise went to the Navy. Carvon stayed. So it's like all three of us split up, right? So me and Carvon, we just really didn't align as much as we used to, right? Mm-hmm. But shout out to my boy Eddie, right? Eddie lives on the south side. Eddie's like my my ratchet friend. I do ratchet things straight right? up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's who Eddie is. But all that that's who Eddie is. Shout out to Daniel. Matter of fact, shout out to Daniel. Daniel the Daniel Show. Um, I can I told you about Daniel because he started the podcast. And he's, his birthday was actually Friday. Shout out. Um, but Daniel, I met him in Fort Valley. But, like, 
all of my friends know, and you come to find that out about me. Like, you know, I can get into my own head. I can get into my own zone. I can kind of retreat. And, like, the people I'm shouting out, these are people who, no matter when I pick up the phone, no matter when we see each other, bat like we never like, left. Bat like and left. they don't hold that against me. Because, you know, there's some people, some friends that you do kind of be like, damn, bro. It's called, it's, to you. It's like, called low-maintenance friendship. There you go. There it's you called low-maintenance Because they ain't real friends to me. The ones that be like, nigga, I ain't talked to you. When he, yeah, nigga, I just had a baby and it was a pandemic. Nigga, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then you also, you. you also have to have hierarchies. Like, because I talk to my daughter about this all the time. Like, you know, you got your friends, you got your associates, and then you also have people that, like, y'all go through experiences with each other. So, like, y'all are bonded, but they might not always be friends. Like, frat is a good example of that, right? right. I got line brothers, they got frat brothers. I love a lot of them, cool with a lot of them, not cool with a lot of them, too. That don't mean they my friend. I wouldn't just say, oh, they friends like that. Right. Some of them are friends. Some of them were friends. But ultimately, we all have the same bond as far as, like, frat. You know what I'm saying? It's like now take everything you just said and add mental illness with six billion on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And you see how? Yeah. No, I mean when you said it, it made sense. Like once you get that high, it's no way. And I mean, low key, bro, we go through it personally. Like you know, we go through it personally because you you don't talk to somebody, you don't really fuck with somebody right. for a minute. You put that post, you get them DMs like, oh, what's up? Oh, I see you. Oh, you know, and it's like, is that because you was reaching out? Is that because, you know, I, I know me personally and the people who know me and love me, they know I'm just horrible on the follow-up. I'm just horrible. Yeah, on, I'm like, I, that's just not my forte. But, but, if we rock it, we fucking rock it. You and, then, and, then, and, I so, got you. and then I got to speak to us three, right? I mean, it started off with y'all two. Mm-hmm. But to us three, though, we have alignment. Mm-hmm. We also had a connect. We also got a connection. Mm-hmm. So it's like we align because we do this every single Sunday, mm-hmm. and we also are in the same fields and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's things that can be grown out of that. Whereas, like we all have our core that's outside of the things that we're aligned with, mm-hmm. but we have the alignment core as well. Like these are niggas that's in the same industry, doing the same shit, same missions. Da 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 da. da and these become, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these and, are my go to. These and, are my. Homies. I told Elijah just when I met him. And I forgot where I heard it from, but they were saying, like, you're going to find your real friends in your 30s. Like, the friend, like, your life. Damn, I never heard that. Like, your, like your lifelong. I'm trying to remember because somebody said it at the speech. Cause they were talking about their friend, and they're, like, in their 60s. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I met him when I was in my 30s. And, you know, I always heard in your 30s, that's where you're going to find, like, your, your friends that you're going to be lifelong with, make money with, do something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, your high school friends, that's where you learn about friendship, right? And you're forced. Yeah, you're, you're forced. Y'all had to be there. Boom. Right, right. Your college friends, you start you start building very a Very temporary. Very temporary. You do build some relationships because you go through some things. Yeah. But the experience is a temporary. It's a four-year experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, experience, yeah. yeah. College is a four-year. Yeah, you're right to that. The four-year experience of college. Then once you get out of college, it's like, you like we always talk about with game, right? All that stuff. You don't really know how fly you really are until you out of school. Because it's easy to holler at shorties in school. True. But out of school, hey, that's a what you doing? You learn a lot as soon as you get out of school. As soon as you get out of school. Yeah. I mean, you might even been able to survive in school. Yeah, Money, bro. loan, let, all whatever. That association don't don't stretch hey, to the real world. Yeah. And I don't I'm not forced to see you. Like we don't got class together mm-hmm. and we ain't not in the lunchroom mm-hmm. or whatever together. It's like Exactly. So like now I gotta approach you. Exactly. You so know? once you're out here in this real world, this is when you start really building your friends, your life, your career. So like, you know, I look at it like in my 30s, the people that I'm rocking with, 
I see myself rocking with y'all niggas for a long time. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, I mean, in, in, yeah, so we could go talk about that forever, but it's just like, I'm committed to seeing y'all win too. That too. Regardless, because even I was telling Edith, I'm like, even if it don't got nothing to do with me, nigga, I'm like, uh, Roy, you fucking up this, did that. I'm like, nigga, I would do that for you just cause I want to see you win, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't even about me, bro. Like, I don't care because I'm gonna win. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, what's so crazy? Me and him we was on a plane. We were talking about center. What? Why did center come up? Oh, because um, we were talking about center because I was like, man, center is like a good product. It's a good brand. Center is like Spendify. Oh, oh, that's why I said. That's why Boom. I said. Yeah, so I'll talk to him. So, so, so spending my notebook out. Why Spendify was so good at what we did? We were we buy black, Black Wall Street, the blacklist. Yeah, we were Spendify. We were a brand. All of these other things are ideas. They're 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 mantras. You know what I'm saying? But they're not necessarily a brand. Spendify was a brand. That's why it took out of where it took. It was sexy. And it, it, the brand had the mission that everybody else had, but it was positioned to win. Uh, saying that to say center is not black men do therapy or black men smile. Like those are all mantras and that's cool, but center is actually a brand mm-hmm. and it's a brand that transcends the target audience, right? And that's kind of how Spendify was as well. Right. So we're just saying how you're, you just, you built something. Yeah. It's just now the energy. It needs legs. Yeah. It, it just needs the legs. Need legs. So, so it also came up because of what you're saying about being friends. Right. So I was like, you know, Senate is dope. You already know it's a dope product, yeah. but I'm like, we really got to get this in the thing popping. Like I've even told, I said, cause you sound good on the mic. The little sessions we did was cool. What you did with his mom was cool. And I'm like, I would produce in a podcast for Mark and let Mark be on the mic and, right. you know, we, and get that going. And that's the vehicle. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So that's how, and I said, because center reminds me of Spinify. It's like Spinify wasn't, Oh, by the black, that, right, that, right, that. Right. but you knew what Spinify right, was. Center right, right. ain't black boy joy. Cause I mean, I never liked the black boy joy thing just cause yeah. I'm a man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, I didn't like black boy joy. I didn't like black boy joy. Cause I knew like, I could tell it came from black women. It was just black, a black girl magic like, response. Yeah, like it's, black girl magic response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. the only time a black woman would be called a girl. But um, right. <laughs> they they let that happen. But black boy joy, I didn't like it because I'm not a black boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man, so I'm like, oh cool. It still never then, hit the same. And then that black man smile. I'm like, I don't smile all the time, but I'm not mad. Right, I'm just right, not right, smiling right. ass. I was fucking with a black man smile because I got a beautiful smile. And and, 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 and that's the thing. <laughs> what about the brothers who got fucked up teeth? Like. You, you, you're segregating a whole community of people who won't smile. Cricket you know smile. What I'm J. Cole talking about it. I'm, just, I'm talking about empty smile. Like, <laughs> dang, dang. But, but with center, though, but with center, yeah, it's bro. like, cause even when, even when you tell people find your center, and it's such a mantra when people say it, but yeah. it's oh, yeah. one of those things where. You know what came up? When we were all texting our mutual friend yeah, in yeah, group yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's how it came up. That's and I was just like, because it just this so shit natural needs to for me to say because because so many men experience the same things and it's yeah. just like dog and look, nobody's doing it well yet 
Not for sure. And not Can sexy. we just talk about it? Yeah, nobody doing it sexy. Nobody yeah. doing it well. And nobody's doing it without complaining. Like, I, like Charlemagne's bringing awareness, but I feel like it's like a. a but boy. I feel like I feel like Charlemagne panders. Yeah, he, he got a yes. gimmick. Man. He panders. It's bro. a pander thing. Like it's it's because you, you can't talk mental health and then like be trying to dog a nigga right in front. Of, like right, what kind of you know what I'm saying? Like right. bro, you bring the nigga down right here on the internet. Charlemagne, like he showed me, he be flexing. After all that stuff went down with my boy, the, the basketball player, what's his name? Uh, that was cussing everybody out for like a month straight. Oh, uh, uh, Kwame? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole Kwame thing showed me you don't care about that mental health stuff. Yeah. Like word. That, yeah. that right nah, there alone. I ain't nah, even, word, I'm not word, even talking about word. the Joe beef. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking about that Kwame right there. Nah, I agree with that you. let me know nah, I agree with you. you, because when you really care about something, you have a conviction. That's a fact. And conviction don't allow you to say and do certain shit. So like, Charlemagne be flexing to me. He'd be, yeah. he be on some. I mean, Charlemagne yeah. understands the. You still put me on black effect, but. Yeah, he understands the entertainment <laughs> industry. He needed deal, a new, right? He, he needed a new, he needed a new, a niche or niche. The JBN. Yeah, uh-huh. he needed, cause he was, he was known as the shock jock nigga, the, I'm gonna say whatever. Now well, his new niche. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it new, is? He needed a pivot. It's, it's the, it's the pivot of bitch in the cold to ex on the There you cold. go. That's a perfect example. Perfect You know example. what I'm saying? Perfect and that's example. what it was. Yeah. He, he was tired of being that guy. Yeah. And it started happening. Yeah, think about it, nigga. You done got beat up. You got <laughs> bird, man. Put yeah, some respect yeah, on. Yeah, you don't have too many. You a father guy. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 nigga, you can get touched. Yeah. You can get touched. This ain't, and these rappers different now. Exactly. (laughs) So he probably was in a brainstorm room and it was just like, all right, how do we, how do we shape you for the next He never says who it is, but when you listen to those old interviews, he keep, he kept mentioning like his mentor was telling him to do it like this, do it like that. I don't know who that mentor is, but that's who got him changing. And you know, he's just been preparing. For the TV thing, the only thing that's going to Charlamagne up is that case that he got. And even though it's sealed or whatever, yeah. Charlie coming back out. So, you know, Charlamagne got away. But that pandering shit and that mental, like, back to what you were saying, the mental health of black men, I like Centered because Centered gives me a brand. It gives me a place to go. You tell me what's up. Anytime I just hear black men in mental health, it sounds like you're pandering. And then it also sounds like bullshit because it's like, do you really care about black men mental health? Mm. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Black women have a whole section for black black girl therapy and all that, right? And what they need for their mental health is not what we need for That's our real. mental health. That's real. Comple- so two completely, it's two different, completely things. different things. So what I need for my mental health, I need that. I don't need you just to say it. Right. I need you to like like what men need, peace. Yep. yep. Income. Yep. Dis- well, disposable income. Man. Like Seeing your kids, like these are things that, like, for for a black woman, I don't know if y'all care about that, but right. for a black man who can, can be single, might not be making that much money, and has kids out here, his mental health is all fucked, That's right? So he needs something to bring him up out of that. And you know, I like center because it doesn't, it, it's not just. We know it's center for black men, mm-hmm. but it's like it's just sexy. It's it just makes me feel like I, I can appreciate fuck with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. One one last comment I want to say on that is like, Let's I, get- I think that women, right? They have the questions, and that mental health and those awareness things are giving them solutions. I think with men, we have to find the right questions to ask. So that's what we need to be informed on and say, 
most men don't even know the question to ask to say, what do I even enjoy? Well, How is peace? Look, what does that I, look like for me? I, well, I got to push back. To, to talk to I do think what they know. Yeah. But you got to be okay with asking shit that's going to make them uncomfortable. Hmm. Because a lot of questions that we got to ask make our partners and women uncomfortable because it triggers their insecurities. And what I mean by that, I can talk about, I can want to be away from you and be with my boys without making it seem like I don't want to fuck with you no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like me spending genuine time with my brotherhood and out should not look like I don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? That's what and and a lot of times our needs triggers their insecurities. Mm, mm. And like that's, that's why, like, that's why that's deep. We that, say that for the center pod. I like nah, that. I mean <laughs> I like, I like, no, that's, that's so I think I that's think brothers know what they need to ask, but brothers also don't want to fuck up home because fucking up home fuck up peace. Yeah. And we fuck up peace, now I'm even deeper than where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? To that, going with your boys, money, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of men out here, they're holding it down at the house. And you can have a bad week, right? And that don't mean that, oh, we're not going to be able to pay the bills. That don't mean, but it just means that, hey, I lost a client, hey, some shit. And you might want to talk to the shorty about it, but you know, as soon, like you said, what I need is on trigger insecurity. So you're going to be like, oh, hold on, you lost a client? Does that mean that, you know, I I, I can't even talk to you about it. And then now we retreat. So I like that center because we always talk about this. It, it's a lot of therapy for black women because, you know, there's so many in like a flock, right? But for black men, you know, we come in kind of groups and packs, right? So like you had something for some athletes, you had something for some entrepreneurs, okay. something for some dads, mm-hmm. and we're kind of all the same. Like you can kind of give all the black dads the same remedy, but it has to come from a black man for that remedy. We can't. And, and it got to come from a genuine place. It got to come, yeah. come, it got to come from a genuine and vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. Like, it got to be a brother that has went through it. Yeah, that's like, got to be a brother that's kind of been through it. Like, you can't see, and I can't speak for women, but one thing I know about men, you can't have no single nigga that been divorced five times talking to me about keeping my wife. That's real. And that's, that's I don't want to hear that. who it is. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. But yeah. And you can't also, you can't have no nigga that's been married for 30 years to one woman talk to me about my dating issues as a single nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you so, can't have a nigga that never had ho talking to me about. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, and I talk about it all the time. Like, I need, when it comes to like, relationship, I need a nigga that don't had options. <laughs> like, like. You need a high value brand. <laughs> like, like, oh like you not even gonna under, yeah, it makes sense to you. You should just settle down with a good one. Right, Cause right, you right. had one good one. Right. <laughs> Like, That's it. so if you got four or five and I, I was telling the shot the other day, I don't subscribe to the message that it ain't no good women out here. I don't subscribe to that. I think it's a lot of them out here. Facts. I feel like there's going to be adjustment with any woman you try to date. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who it is. There's going to be a level of adjustment you have to make. But it's a lot of good women out here. And when you got options to be with, multiple of those good women, like I need to talk to a brother that had to do that same process of elimination. Mm. Not a brother that mm. you just had one. Right. You settled here. You, you, like, you, you yeah. picked that one. Y'all been married. Yeah, and that's yeah, great. Yeah. Now I'm going to need you once I find my one. Absolutely. I'm going to need you because you stuck to it. 
but you ain't going to be. But we a breed right now. We the high value man with air quotes, right? But we the, the, the guys on the come up. We the young men with the energy. Right. What, you, what, you, what are you? The youngest in charge. Like we that whole little demo right here and we need somebody who speaks to us. So. Um, nah, man, I appreciate the the, the motivation behind that. Cause now, nah, nah, you you got something, bro, yeah. and and you always know when you got something. When there's, I always tell people the success is in the headache. Mm. Like you working on something, that shit is a headache. Like and it's like hard to push through. That's yeah. the success. That's real. That niggas give up there. That's real. Everybody turn away from the headache. And bro, we need it, bro. Like <laughs> like that's like like that's what I was telling you. I was just like. Mark, fuck with us. We were talking yeah. about for about whole, yeah, for real, for real, like, for real. Because it's like, bro, we need it. Like, it, and now more than ever, because I feel like when you started it, it was a black mental health wave a little bit. It kind of died, like as far as like the. And I gotta be real. I'm sorry, we don't, I'm on mic, but ahead, I gotta be ahead. real too. And nigga, we got everything to do with. And the fact that it ain't done, like that's that's an issue, bro. And it's like, only, and we feel and I'm gonna tell you that, and I feel I brought it up because I feel like it's not done because a part of you feels like you gotta carry it yourself mm-hmm. and this is us telling you no, bro. We right. fuck like, with you. The way, like the way the way it's a three man team on gym yeah. is a three man team on center. Right. So, that's like, right. and, and and it's a, been a pro and I told y'all this one might before though. It's been a process of me finding the center again to even be able to say I have the energy because I just been feeling so. And this is why I can speak to it. And this is why this is my life's journey. And even if I ain't make a cent from it, I hope to make money from it. You will. But even if I don't, I'm going to do this shit, bro. I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to talk about it, dog. I'm going to be about it because I live it. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't centered during that time. I only had energy to make enough money to pay my bills and to just just go. Mm Mm-hmm. The finding the center, the the brotherhood, bro. This is what this is all a part of that yeah. shit because that's what's gonna propel it to the next level. So y'all saying this is more affirmation, it's more confirmation to be like, all right, nigga, keep pushing forward. Yeah. But once again, I just I blah, blah, blah. it just what I I knew that the brand, the idea, the mission, the work, all of that has to be done, and I want to do it, and I I am going to do it. I just didn't have the energy to do it because I wasn't centered. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm I'm look, bro, we know time. when it's you're time. centered, centered is a centered business. Centered is a business, bro. <laughs> so but but y'all are absolutely giving me that goddamn yeah. that yeah. spot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was because like sitting down recording Miss Jones and hearing all those sports administration stories, I'm yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. we can get ten absolutely. black mental you know we can talk behind the scenes, but you yeah, know what we can yeah. like, so we like, just did that for her in two days. Like what we could do for us. You know what I'm saying? In, in Atlanta. Our own, in our own know, element. Like, we can knock out a whole calls, season. You know what I'm saying? And it's that, you know what I mean? And like I said, you sound good on the mic. You held, you hold it down. So, like, you know, it's a little... All right, fuck it, bro. Come on, man. What's up? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. 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 Let's do
to HBCUs. Mm -hmm. So this has been like a movement that's been happening. Um, those were the players. Then you had Dion going as the coach. So mm -hmm. it was a good. And, and, and let me, now that I'm informed, a lot of power five players, because there are some D1 HBCUs. Mm -hmm. um, but so he went, he committed, he played, he got injured. Um, had a hip injury. His first game. First game. Uh, the medical staff at the at the university uh, cleared him to play like a couple more games. Um, he was still feeling some pain. Master P took him to a professional. The professional said, thank God you brought him. If he would have kept playing, you probably would have hurt him for the rest of his basketball career. He never played again uh, because his hip was affecting his leg, which was affecting his ACL. So with hip and ACL issues, you're not going to make it. Um, so – with that being said, Master P pulls his son from the school. Um, so that's that's that. And I just wish that Master P would have just did that. The press conference, the having to make the like you don't have to make that press conference to say, oh, well, they got fucked up facilities and you know, black people, HBCUs got do. Well, My thing is, Master P, you got enough bread. The issue is that this is enough bread. Shit on all HBCUs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you got yeah. you have enough bread to where like your son was gonna be taken care of. You can you can fundraise because what I didn't like about it is that you have Deion Sanders at an HBCU as well. Talk about but it. he's down there fundraising, Talk about it. getting money. And from what I learned from the podcast, fundraising and development is a part of sports administration. Mm -hmm. So if Master P had a problem with the medical staff, and he's saying that they're broke, how about you help us with some of this fundraising? Like solve the problem. Like solve the problem that you're mad at. And, you um, and that's, that's the issue I had with it is, like one, you had the resources to take your son to get a second look. And I felt like the press conference was you trying to justify going back on your word, you made such a big deal by him going there. I feel like you wanted to make it seem like you wanted to justify you going back, but that's the sacrifice. Literally you got in front of the sacrifice that you were complaining about that HBCUs don't have this. They don't have that. And you experienced it and you gave up. And I don't like the non- for Master P to be so calculated and planning, right? If if I'm a billionaire, right? Multi-millionaire, billionaire, whatever. And I'm sending my son, we're making this monumental move. We're going to the HBCU. The first thing I'm doing is writing a check for the HBCU to the athletic department so we can get a better gym, better medical staff. Like, the things that we do. If, if because, I'm P, that's what I'm doing. Well, well because for what? Because all of this college sports is all about money, period. And that's what I've learned recording this podcast. The more money. Uh, we talked to a lady on the podcast that went from a D2 school to a, like, she turned her school from D2 to D1. Mm -hmm. Like, that means you fundraise, you, you got more money. So, in my eyes, it can be done. Like, Deion Sanders is down there. Raising money. So, Master P, why you just didn't raise the money? Why you just didn't get in front of what? it and say, hey, here, here's a million dollar check, the athletic department check, let's get in better the facilities. The only caveat I'm going to give him, because we weren't there and we didn't see the conversation behind the scenes, if this school had an attitude talking crazy to him and his son, like... Like any other cracker? Huh? Mm. Yeah, but still... Mm. Like, I'm talking about pulling out. I still don't justify the blasting it. 
I don't justify that at all. I, I just wish he would have got a hit. Like I feel like Master P could have changed the school. Like, like I just you feel, like, I feel like for the medical. I feel like because you, not just your son. This t- every athlete feel, at that school needs better medical. It's kind of like all right. Um, you got uh, people that had their daughters and their kids uh, trans. Uh, uh, what you call it? Transfer? No, 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 no. What's the word I'm looking for? When uh, integrate schools. Uh-huh. When, when, when they had, which, you know, wherever you stand on integration, but yeah. you got your kids to integrate school, and then they had a bad day, and you took them out like, well, nigga, you went in there because you knew change needed to happen, and the shit wasn't going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just feel like you just gave up. Well, yeah, yeah because to that point, I feel like all of our struggle as black people, we we, we you, you will go through your Edmund Pettus Bridge moment, right? You're gonna, and, get, you're gonna get beat up, but and, after that, get back up. You keep marching. You keep and, fighting. And the only reason you. why I say get back up because what your son was lacking, you can afford to fix, and you did. So you could weather the storm that the next athletic student yeah. is not going to be able to weather because they don't have that money. Mm-hmm. So and you could exactly. you could you could have weathered that storm. I'm going to stay, this fucked up facility, I'm going to stay because my son can afford it. But I'm going to stay here, make sure my son's straight, but I'm also going to fundraise to make sure these other students straight. That's real. That's what I would have loved to see. And that would have set the example or the precedent. So now the next famous son that goes to an HBCU can do the same thing. But you shit on them now, it's like, damn, nobody want to go to HBCUs for anything. So I agree, though. I agree. So where is he going to go instead now? Because this is Hersey, right? Mm-hmm. So where is he going to go instead? We know. Uh, doesn't say. Yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't say. Uh, and, and like I said, I I don't like he he has enough money. He could have helped build that medical facility because what he could have did was solve the problem and make a blueprint blueprint for other HBCUs right. to get the medical up. You know, and it's like between that. And I also wish that HBCUs would get back to more of the original HBCU plan, which was like the students are using their skills that they're learning to kind of feed the school right, as right, well. Right, so like right. if you are a sports kinesiologist student and somebody does get hurt, you're, you're working in conjunction with a major uh, university, a major hospital, but you're a student. So you're learning these skills so you can bring them back to the university and we can build our medical staff up because like, that's how you do it. But it's powernomics. It's at some point when you talking about creating change that you got to calculate the sacrifice, the barrier and the struggles in that journey. Yeah. You just got to calculate it. And honestly, nobody will more equipped to do that for a student athlete than your son just because you talking about you don't want to sacrifice your son but at the same time this is how you become great your son ain't gonna miss no views you're Master P it it ain't like you're gonna miss views son ain't gonna miss no treatment you're Master P you know what I'm saying like everything you talking about you leaving for you could have handled that mm-hmm. while still sticking to your mission. That's a fact. And um, that's why people got to – that's why I say when you do something, you really got to connect to the organization mm-hmm. 
For real, for real. Because if you're doing something as an individual self, you create a moment, not a movement. Mm. And they had a moment. They had a moment. They got everybody excited. They talked about they were going to go. And then it's unfortunate. What if you brought the kids out and put them in the uh, LeVar Balls League? Yeah, I mean, that does nothing for me. Nah. Like, because the whole point is the struggling yeah, HBCU. HBCU. Right. Hey, LeVar Ball don't even care about the league no more. <laughs> shit. He, he just. His lead, he created the lead just so his son, son could goddamn yeah. get to the lead. Yeah, I, I look at it totally different. If I didn't do that podcast this weekend, I probably would have been like, oh, oh, oh. But, like, it's cool. But now that I know what I know, it's solutions. And all it took was fundraising. That's all it took. Damn. That's all it took. And one thing that you definitely ain't lacking is money. Or influence. Or resources. So, yeah. so I'm not even telling you. Right? I'm not even telling you to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Give the money yourself. That's why I can't stand these rappers. I mean, man. I'm telling you to give your money yourself because you got it. You know what I'm saying? And I, fundraise. Right. I'm telling Deion you. Deion Sanders came down there with some of his own money too. I will fundraise. I'm, I'm telling you to give a get. That's what nonprofits say. There you go. Nonprofits say, uh, there's, there's financial commitments to sit on boards of nonprofits and you got to either give or get $10,000 a year. Yeah. Give or get $20,000 a year. It's up to you. If you don't give one dime of your own money, cool, but go get it. Go get it. Yeah. And, and maybe that should be a, uh, something we look at, right? What, what do, uh, winning sports facilities have? Good gyms, medical staff. Well, why do they have medical staff? Because the school offers medical at the school, right? So I think that with a lot of HBCUs open their nursing program up, that's going to help, you know, but, it has to be competent, and we just need people out here fundraising to get money to these HBCUs because it's, it's here. People are rocking with it, but you know, like you said, you got to weather that storm and go through that sacrifice. And I, it, it, people don't want to sacrifice. No, we had Cree on the podcast before. She talked about that too. It's, the sacrifice is just not there anymore. And it's the sad thing is, we do got to still sacrifice some. Like, we're still. <laughs> I tell people all the time, we're still in this war. We're still in this fight. You gotta get something up. Got to. And you, that's just the name of the game. Yeah. But, um, I feel like we just, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we at 130. So, yeah, full pot. It went by fast to me. It did. It did. Cause it was just a lot to cover. I miss y'all, boys. I miss y'all on the mic. I seen y'all. Right, man. I miss y'all on the mic. Right, if, right. It, it feels funny, like recording all of that. <laughs> Get on the mic, right, 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 boy. You ain't you been recording, recording, yeah, man. Recording. But man, like my girl said, I feel too. Like when you love what you do, yeah, man. This yeah. shit, and I, I've had so many bad jobs, right? Or jobs I didn't like. That like yesterday was a very fulfilling moment to just oh, sit man. there twenty something hours and, dope, and not even be feeling like oh I got it. Like nah, this is what I like to do. You know what I'm saying? And then you just good. think about a year ago. And you was about to go into your job for the same hours, the nine to five bullshit or whatever. Bullshit. And man. you didn't enjoy it. You was probably wishing you could be editing, but now you mm-hmm. getting flown out the goddamn. Hey, man. It's... Get flew what, out. What, what a difference a year, man. Oh, man, hold on. Hold on, Mark. I'm about to get out there. <laughs> hey, you got to come on camera. Drip check. Put him on camera, man. You got to put, put him on camera for this. Drip Keep check. on camera, man. But that boy was bald last year, y'all. 
Oh, why the camera? <laughs> the camera got the internal temp went Man, too high. Too high. As too, soon as I put it, too hot, y'all. The camera got too goddamn hot. Man, that boy, that boy That's Chief crazy. was bald Chief last year, and he has locks that are braided. Yeah, that are. I finally got my braids, y'all. I have to thank. I have to thank Chico Bean for inspiring me. <laughs> I had to thank Chico Bean. If it wasn't for Chico Bean, I would never yeah. let my hair just keep growing. Is it true? You know what I'm saying? Chico Bean did it. Chico Bean. Got to thank your stylist too. Yeah. Shout out to my girl. <laughs> my stylist. My first stylist quit on me. <laughs> yeah, first. Okay. My first. My promise. first lot Nah, she was busy. She's just a busy lady. Gotcha. So <laughs> she get me right. <laughs> I don't know who your first one was, but you know, oh, well, you out, know. Shout out, shout out to my lactician, bro. Like, you know yeah, she, but my girl, you she, know, she, my girl been holding it down, man. She been taking care of it, and she was like, "I'm gonna do a little something. I think, I think you can do it." And I was like, "What? Hey, what you finna do? Hey, I'm clean too. Now she got all yeah. right. Okay. So, so yeah, shout so, out, yeah. shout out. Oh, shout out to me. I definitely want to let y'all know. Uh, I am a, uh, shout out to me. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am now, cause somebody, I just seen somebody post that they made it to platinum, but I am now a medallion holder on Delta. That's what I'm saying. Benefits. Free check bags. Free, free bags. Like, cause like normally, free, free mom, wheelchair access. Normally I have it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, no, I be having perk. to pay for bags. Yeah. Um, but then they were like, the bags are free. Yeah. I thought you knew that because I saw it on the thing and I was, because I was like, man, this equipment going to be heavy. But it was like the first bag was Check free. Bag. So I was like, oh, that's no But good. I'm telling okay. you, it's free because I'm a medallion, though. I just been traveling. Let me, okay, let me ask you this. Because I was at the house game the other day and we, you know, we were sitting pretty close. But the, there's a Hawks, or I'm sorry, there's a Delta Lounge thing right next here, right next to the, Kind of like the front little area. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go over there. The Delta Lounge, yeah. That shit looked dope. So does Medallion get you? Uh, I think you got to buy tickets, like you be because they. I think they just sponsor the space. Gotcha. So like that's mm-hmm. like you buy a certain ticket. Okay, you can get in that thing. But like there's like lounges in the airports. Right, right. I can right, get right, into right. like Sky Club. Yeah, and then yeah. I can I can upgrade the seat and stuff like All this. Right, well, my homegirl just yeah. flexed. She didn't make the platinum. She, that moment, she got 186000 Damn. She just made the platinum. Damn. So she probably got a whole new that, That's what my ex was. My ex, my ex forgot that. I, me and Keeva laughing because my ex, we used to be traveling. And uh, they'd be like, yeah, you can upgrade to first class. And then she's looking at me like, I used to be lying. I used to be like, girl, you better go there. You better get that first class. <laughs> Shit, if I were you, I'd be going. I used to be lying just to see what she going to do. Damn. You'd be crushed. <laughs> so so she, crushed. she used to be like, that's my man. I'm going to step beside him. I'm going to step beside him. Shout out. And so she passed that test. She passed that test. <laughs> she passed that that one she passed. That, that was the end of it. <laughs> that one and that one only. That's funny. Oh, but man, we say this every week, that's man. That's probably looking bad. I should took the first class. Hey, <laughs> but hey, yeah, uh, definitely should have took them. We say this every week, man. Uh, we love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast. <laughs> Just me and you.